And welcome to the Guide Nurse Podcast. This podcast is a vehicle for self-healing, empowerment and sharing of connection and community. We hear so much every day about the chaos and mayhem in our world, but it's not very often that we feel inspired by the incredible magic of those that we are surrounded by each and every day. This podcast is a sacred container designed to touch on the magic of our experiences and celebrate the energy we can share with each other when we are present and heartful. Welcome. Um, I'm so excited to be here today with Rissa. Um, it's an absolute privilege and pleasure to welcome you onto the Guidness podcast. She is a musician and she also runs a coaching program um, that helps people connect with their gifts, conscious business, and the world. Um, so I might hand over to Rissa really briefly to talk a little bit about herself and how she shows up in this world um but before i do i do want to acknowledge that i'm calling today from the lands of the dark and young people of the central coast and i pay my respect to elders past and present um, and anyone listening to the podcast today so thank you for tuning in and i'll hand it over to rissa Hi everyone. I'm so excited to meet everybody. It is such a privilege to be here on this podcast to talk all about the spiritual realm and our connection to it. So thank you, Ness, for having me. It's a pleasure. It's honestly such a privilege. And when you said yes, I was like on cloud nine. I was on cloud nine when you asked me, I was like, oh my gosh, of course I want to do a podcast in Australia <laughs> and connect with such a beautiful light as you. This is amazing. Thank you. I remember when you sent me the voice message, I was in the freezer at work and I just, I, I really did squeal. I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was such a privilege to, to have you ask to to have my song as the as the theme song for the podcast. It's such a privilege, such an honor, um, and such a such an aligned connection with the song and and your podcast. Just being able to connect that conscious energy and creative vibe together is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I've always been someone who looks for that kind of content, and when I found your content, I honestly spoke in so many levels um to i think something that we're very very much lacking in our world today and it's music that inspires us to reach for better and to reach for the spirit within ourselves so i think your music has an incredible power to be able to bring that forth into the light and also encourage people to speak love and light into their own life I really um, admire and inspired by what you do to inspire others and to empower others to show up. <laughs> mm, thank you so much. I received that. <laughs> yeah, it's a big passion of mine. You know, that's why I do my music is um, to be able to provide people a a positive message to sing. 
repeatedly. You know, we, we are always singing our favorite songs on the radio. And most of those songs nowadays are not the affirmations that we should be telling ourselves or speaking into the world. And so that's the biggest reason why I, I write my music to give everybody something to sing that's positive and that's going to affirm a reality that they want to live in. And so mm. that's, that's a big part of it for me. Mm-hmm. I really, yeah, I really want to give space for that because I feel it's such a big one. And like anyone who knows me will know that I will talk till the cows come home about affirmations to the point where people probably will roll their eyes. They're like, mm, yes, we get it. Affirmations. But honestly, it's, in, it's uncomfortable initially. And then once you really step into it and embrace the uncomfortability that comes with it and analyze why as well, you might be uncomfortable about being kind to yourself like even before when I when I when you received a compliment that's something that I think most of us don't actually know how to do and it's like we have to relearn how to be kind to ourselves but also to have a spirit to be a home to a spirit um and I think affirmations just is a path it's a doorway into that space as well so very powerful stuff I really love the music Thank you. Yeah, so beautifully said. So beautifully said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have a question for you. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell me a little bit about your music writing process? Um, I know that you My, yeah. you have shared a little bit about what inspires you to make music. How do you get there to the point where, one, you, you have a baby that you're ready to birth into the world, and then I guess how do you move through the the doubt that comes with showing up in the world especially in such a authentic and unique way as well Ah, great question well when i write my music it really happens super organically i actually just kind of let the songs find me and oftentimes they'll hit me at times i don't expect it's like the spirit of the song calls to me. And it's often triggered by some kind of experience I've had or some kind of emotion I'm feeling. And even something maybe I've observed through, you know, society or community or friends and soul tribe relationships. But the energy hits me just like a message intuitively hits me. And when I feel that song, I instantly can tell where the energy wants me to take it. And so oftentimes I will feel the, the rhythm of the melody or I will feel the, um, the kind of sounds that I need for the beat that's going to go with the song. Or sometimes it'll be the beat that I hear first and then the song finds the beat um, and speaks to me on how to come through that, that beat. Mm-hmm. And so it's really a beautiful co-creation. It's this beautiful feeling of harmony of the energy that I'm creating and giving out to the world and that the world is giving to me to create more with. And so that's really how it comes. And most of the songs I wrote on Hippie Vixen, well, maybe not most of them, but a good portion of them were written on my way up to Sedona or back to Sedona when I was having a trip, a solo trip for some peace and some spiritual connection. Um, I've written songs in 
deep, dark times of my dark nights of the soul, you know, when I needed the medicine of the song um, and it found me uh, or when the, the world, you know, needs the song, you know, that's how kind of warrior mm -hmm. world came through and, and the community I was in retreat and uh, with a bunch of my goddess sisters. And I just felt the spirit of the song find me as a, as a symbol for the experience we were having as a community. So mm -hmm. that's usually how I, I meet the spirit of the song. And then in writing it, um, I just let it flow. And I really don't doubt myself too much because I know that the spirit of the song is writing itself. And all I am is the channel. I'm the vessel. And so I am able to release a little bit of control and overthinking by just allowing the song to flow through me. Um, and of course, mm -hmm. sometimes doubt happens, you know, especially if I hear a note that I'm not used to singing and I'm like, are you sure you want that note? You know, it's a little stretch <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> but I work it out with the spirit of the song, you know, and I, and I go for it because it, it was brought to me to execute. And so if, if it was an uncomfortable note or something I'm not used to doing, even lately I've been writing some rap songs and I'm like, are we sure this is what y'all want me to do? You know, But it's been really fun. And when I don't doubt it, it just happens. It just comes through. And, mm -hmm. and it's like the spirit shows me what I'm capable of that maybe I didn't even know I was capable of. So that's a really beautiful learning experience for me and such a humbling experience for me as I grow and expand as an artist. Um, and then putting it out there. Yeah. Like you said, Ness, it's like my baby. Like I'm like, you know, I usually spend literally, I think spirit junkie and hippie vixen were both written in nine months, almost to a T um, and, and birthed at the end of the nine months. And so, um, you know, I don't have any children myself, but I do feel like my albums are my children. And so, yeah, there's this moment where you recognize that the spirit came to you to, to give you, to, to, came to you for you to be the vessel to birth it into the world. And then you kind of have to let it go have its life, right? Just like a child, but except the album doesn't really stay with you for 18 years before it goes into the world. It's just mm -hmm. like birds and then it goes, you know? So it's like a lot of detachment. Yeah. It's a lot of, it's a lot of release and allowing you know, the world to have that energy and to do with it what it wants and what it's inspired to do now that the spirit of the energy works with me. So I know that I don't own it. You know, I may have written it. I may own it technically in, you know, the, 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 the matrix world, but it's, it's not really mine. It's the world's song, you know, or album. And uh, that really helps me to just let it let it go into the world and do its thing and, and just watch it evolve. You know, even the spirit of the, the album will tell me how to market it or how to, um, you know, uh, share it with the world in certain ways too, which is really beautiful. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's so much good code in all of that. Like so much that so many people could find so valuable. I think an inherent part of it comes from, I think, connecting with music but also with the story that lives within and behind music as well I think a big part of that a big valuable part of that is connecting with you and connecting with the the way that you create as well and I think that could be really really beneficial for people who listen to music and listen to your music because you, you know, create that. that's okay about that. I don't know what that was. <laughs> Don't be. I was saying you not only create that in your own 
life in for your own self, but you're allowing others to sort of touch the magic that you have access to as a divine channel for what comes through for you. And I think that's such an important part too. I think sometimes we get so stuck in the creation aspect of it that we, we attach ourselves to what we create, our value, our worth to what we create or what we don't create rather. Um, and I think that is one of the biggest pillars of our creativity is where we like get into the judgment brain or we get into the, the need to make ourselves seem worthwhile through what we create. Um, and I think releasing that is so important. And yeah, I just, I'm, I'm very, I'm feeling so inspired right now. I'm just, I'm like quietly fangirling here, just having a good time. So <laughs> I, hope you, well, I hope you're enjoying talking about yourself because I really enjoy hearing about you speak about yourself. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah, I'm giddy about it too. I'm like buzzing off your excitement as well. I'm like, this is so fun. <laughs> it's so important I feel like as well like one of the practices about this podcast as well is because I feel like there is no real outlet for us to hear about people that are inspiring or people that inspire us um and I think this is so important to make the connection that there are people out there that exist who are doing incredible work not everything is going to shit the whole world is not horrible um and I think it's so important to to share the work that people do and also to share hope with people who are feeling like perhaps they're like also about to birth something, but they are feeling doubt about birthing something and hearing you talk about birthing creation, having that non-attachment to putting something fantastic out into the world. It's like empowering in its own breadth and width of human experience. And I just think, imagine if that was our news. Imagine. Yeah, yeah, truly. Uh, and that's the that's the goal is to have everybody feel the confidence to create and express into the world their divine authentic self because that's what the world needs to heal and to raise its vibration mm-hmm. and to create a new reality that's far better than what we're seeing in the in the mass collective now, you know? it's such a gift I think I I reflect on it often but it's such a gift to just be here on this planet and to to be able to explore what it is that you came here to experience like in what other world do you really get to just have a playground that is entirely created by you for you for your evolution and for the planet's evolution I'm sorry, Ness. I can't quite hear you. You got like really quiet somehow. Could you say that again? Oh no! How about now? Yeah, how about now? That's am I am You're, I coming through loud and yeah, clear? Yeah, that's better. Yeah. We love yeah, better. Technology. Yeah. <laughs> uh, international communication. We call in the angels of international communication to come and facilitate this technology a situation, please. <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting. I think it's like the moon too, because I had some stuff uh, tech wise earlier um, as well. So it's, it's probably a big part of the energy of the stars and the cosmos today. All right, let's jump straight back into it. Um, Welcome again. This is recording number two 
Um, and I guess the next question that I wanted to ask you um, is how do you fill your cup each day and when you feel like you don't want to fill your cup, when you feel like, no, I just want to scroll on my phone all day and do fuck all, what do you do? <laughs> oh, that's a great question. Um, well, to answer the first question, when I'm filling my cup, a lot of times that entails a uh, connection with self where I sit with self and I sit with nature. Um, I love to take my little day trips up to Sedona out here in Arizona and just enjoy nature and let nature tell me, you know, where to go and what to observe and what to experience. Um, I really enjoy that. I get a lot of recharge from that. And also just general alone time because I'm very mm. outgoing. I'm very social. I'm an artist and a community leader and all sorts of things. So um, sometimes I forget how important it is for me to take some time alone and just be in my own energy. And that really fills me up. So I kind of get a little bit of both with the Sedona trips that I take. Um, but also when I'm home, it's just nice to be able to sit with self and meditate Um I love stretching and feeling, you know, moving my body and I, I love to dance and um, just connect with, with myself in that way. And then another way I like to fill up is, is community. I love connecting with my soul tribe. I love going out and going to different music events, open mics, um, you know, just networking events, things like that, just to meet new people and uh, to shine light. And that really charges me up a lot as well. And then I, I think when you, when it comes to like, you know, when I'm getting in those bad habits of like scrolling or, you know, watching Netflix instead of really actually filling myself up with some self-care, self-love, um, I usually make sure that I limit that. So um, because I think it's, it's okay to be human. It's okay to have those moments of scrolling or watching TV or whatever it is, just some downtime, some grounding. I call it grounding, you know, cause sometimes it's like I can get really in the ethers all day. And sometimes I really do crave like, yeah. you know, a little <laughs> bit of junk food, vegan junk food, but like a little bit of junk food and like some Netflix, you know, and that's my grounding. That's my ability to say, Hey, I'm human. And I want to experience being human right now for a second. And that's okay. But I don't need to get stuck mm -hmm. there. I don't need mm -hmm. to stay there to the point where I'm a zombie being programmed and eating a bunch of stuff that doesn't resonate with my vibration. Um, but at least even for an hour, I can give myself that, that feeling because it's all about balance. It's all about balance. So um, I try not to get too hard on myself when I'm having those moments and instead I just accept it and then give it a time limit so that I don't, uh, you know, get consumed by it. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel as well in order to be able to relate to other humans who maybe sometimes spend a little bit less time in the ether, you also need to be able to dip into those waters as well. And I think that's the yeah. work too, is we, we can't just keep going, going, going. We also need to like, I don't know, like have that communication too and be like, Hey, ultimately we're all humans at the end of the day. And I also enjoy watching a good story once in a while, but like, we love stories. Humans absolutely yeah. froth stories. Um, and I found that so intriguing because I also think that it's one of the, one of the keys to be able to properly connect with one another as well 
those two parts of the art of storytelling, but also in a way that allows other people to speak about their own stories rather than um, imposing uh, an idea of what we want their story to be. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it's so important to just dip into those waters what's going on. Actually, since we're on it, what is your favorite vegan snack? My favorite vegan snack? Is that what you said? Yes. Yeah. Um, I would say I love like a vegan pizza. Like I love a vegan pizza. I'm half black, half Italian. So like anything that like meets me there with like the, the you know, the <laughs> vegan version of an Italian something like I'm all about. Um, even like vegan pastas and things like that. Like I love that kind of stuff because I don't, I can't eat like, you know, real Italian anymore. So um I, I could, but it just yeah. doesn't resonate with me, you know? So I, I love the vegan pastas, the vegan mm. pizzas and things like that. Um, that's definitely like my go-to. <laughs> what about you? What do you, what do you like? What is your like thing? Um, well, actually I really, really like the, the food that doesn't resonate with you thing that you said. Um, because yeah, I, I think I've fluctuated between vegan vegetarianism and pescatarianism and only recently mm -hmm. made the full commitment to try and be vegan. What I've noticed though, is that when you start telling people that that's what you've decided to do, it's like the offers for like dairy and poultry and things like that just multiply. People are like, are you sure? Yeah. Like, it's so good. And I'm like, no, it has casomorphine in it. Like we know, like, <laughs> But also, yeah. I was like, I honestly, the resonating thing, because I have never found a pro like an appropriate way to really talk about it. And like saying that it doesn't resonate with what vibration you want to hold, but also that it doesn't resonate with your body. It makes your body feel horrible. Personally, yeah. for me, it makes my body not feel great. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm, that's another thing that I'm really going to just be walking away from this conversation and being like, actually, it doesn't resonate with me. <laughs> Um, yeah, because I think that's because and it can go in phases, you know, sometimes I will go into pescatarianism, um, you know, here and there it right now I've been pretty strict vegan. Um, but I, I feel like it's an intuitive thing. Like we're allowed to eat intuitively because we go through phases and sometimes our body needs mm -hmm. certain things at certain times of the year or certain times of our life. Um, and so not being so attached to a label can really give you the flexibility to listen to your body instead of ignore it because you've decided like, oh, I'm mm -hmm. not going to eat this, this, and this. But if your body's craving it or your body says, I need this kind of sus sustenance right now for what I'm processing, then, you know, we, we should be listening to that too, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It speaks to such gravitas about how much more we should be listening to our bodies as well, because they speak to us literally all the time, whether that's through pain or discomfort. Um, and our intuition really helps us link in with that. I think it's so important that you do mention flexibility as an important way to stay accountable as well, because otherwise I think we end up really just beating ourselves off the train of wherever we want to go in the first place. Um, so I think that that's yep. such an important way for people at home as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's really interesting. I love it. So why is it so crucial for us to speak 
or in your case, seeing as well um, the version of truth that most resonates with us um, and mm. why is it so important to do so in this world that we live in today? Yeah, great question. You know, we were all brought here for a reason. We all decided to come to this planet, into the vessels, the bodies that we've chosen, into the lives that we've stepped into for the experiences we're meant to have so that we can be the fullest and most authentic versions of ourself, our true self. And that vibration is unique. The vibration of our life, the vibration of our characteristics and our personality, the vibration of our unique body and expression of ourselves physically, all of that is a unique vibration that not anybody in the world shares with you. And that is powerful. And there's a reason for that. If Source wanted us all to be the same, it would have made us that way. But it didn't. It made us all incredibly uniquely different. And just in that awareness, that observation, we see that that unique vibration is necessary for this world. And so, so is our voice. So is our truth, because our truth is the representation and the true expression of that unique vibration that we hold. And by expressing our truth, we're able to help create this very unique reality that we're in. If we subdue or suppress that voice, we're not contributing to the creation of the universe in the way that we were made to. And we end up feeling that blockage through feeling insecure, feeling doubtful of ourselves, feeling um, fearful of being who we are. And it ends up kind of creating this uh, self-deprecating energy and feeling like we don't have a purpose or we're not fulfilling our purpose because technically we're not, because we're not allowing our true expression to be the energy that it's meant to be to add to this beautiful co-creation we're all, we're all participating in. So that's incredibly important. You know, the world needs it. You know, that's the biggest thing is like the world needs your truth. The world needs to know what your experiences were like so that it can also grow from your story just like you grow from others. And we all have unique skills and, you know, gifts and talents and interests. And that is what helps the world continue to evolve. You know, that's where innovation comes in. That's where these beautiful hybridizations of experience and community and purpose come in. And that's what creates the evolution of world of the world. So it's literally incredibly important for the purpose of, of evolving the world. And when you involve the world, you evolve yourself. And so that as well helps us to grow more into our purpose, into our authenticity. And so sharing our truth is essential because it's going to inspire somebody else too, or it's going to inspire a new creation or a new wave of consciousness or a new connection that has been wanting to be had, but needing needed that extra push or that, that, you know, that inspiration. Mm, mm. I'm getting truth bumps. I feel them all over my skin right now. Mm. Yes, mm. I love that. Mm. Love the truth bumps. <laughs> I think 
so much in this world as well exists to keep us in the status quo um, of comfortability. And I think I find that with myself as well. Like even when I was about to go on a trip the other day, I was on the train and the whole way there, I was like, no, no, go home, go home, go home. And there's like that element that I will be more comfortable if I stay at home, if I remain safe. And that I think especially I've has come through so strongly at nighttime in particular, I think both, you know, mm. as a woman and also as a person who, you know, watches television occasionally, there is that element of like what happens outside is something that you should be fearful of. Um, and mm. uncertainty is scary and you should do it. Um, and I think that's one of the biggest things that I'm learning to overcome right now is the, uh, the idea that, because it's uncertain that's exactly why it should happen um that's exactly where growth happens that's exactly where evolution happens not just for me personally on the scale that I'm on but also in the ways that I am capable in affecting the people around me as well so when I was on the train it was like a bit of a come to god moment because I was reading a book and in that book um it had like an acronym that really really helped it was um when people are exhausted they reach deep they dig deep into a place where they can push past the exhaustion then wholehearted people do the same thing but in a different way so the acronym dig so d is for getting deliberate about our intentions our prayers and um, what we want to achieve i is getting inspired and looking around us to see who can inspire us to to be present and to speak our truth and then g is to get going to take action mm. and to really just put ourselves out there and be out there and i think that's something like i read it and it just completely shifted everything for me i was like okay actually I can get so intentional about this entire trip. I can segment every single part of this trip and make it extremely valuable for my growth and for who I want to be. And I think when we get and when we receive tools like that, and there's always so many of them available to us always, we just need to know where to look. I think Uh the world just opens up, universe opens up. And I think actually circling back because we're good at a good segue but I think that's your music is one of those tools and I really I just yeah I'm just I guess I want to express gratitude for you creating it and being brave in your own space and being like hey this is me and this is how I'm coming to show up in the world and being unapologetic about that I think that's something that I find personally inspiring when I'm moving through my own stuff and also whenever I feel like I need a bit of a high I'm like I'm gonna throw on some of her music and it just really it really yeah. does make such absolutely truly thank you so much for that thank you yeah you know we we get to step into deliberate inspiration when we step into the unknown and we get to really choose what we want to create from that void space um you know i used to be very afraid of the dark when i was a child and it was because i knew how much energy was there i was so intuitive that i could sense it i could sense that there was Um, energy available and wanting to connect and communicate with me. And I didn't understand it. I didn't know what was really there um, and if it was safe, but it was present and it was not going away. And once I, I'm so sorry, I don't know why my computer's speaking so loud today. Um, But, um, you know, when I, when I realized (laughs) it's like, Hey, Um, but when I realized that, um, 
it was okay to just explore what was there and to be intentional with what I wanted to experience in that exploration. I was able to create a more positive reality around it instead of being afraid and creating these um, reasons to be afraid. I was able to say, let me see what's here and let me call in positive experience and positive awareness and play and when I can bring in play to something that would normally be scary or unknown or unexpected, it really provides a new vibration. And then it becomes fun to innovate in that space. It becomes fun to deliberately be inspired by whatever is there. Uh, and we realize how powerful we are to create the realities that we step into through that as well. Mm -hmm. Play, play. I love that. It's so important. Mm. It's so, so important. I think sometimes we, we don't realize how much of a bigger cup filler it is as well to just give ourselves the space to, to get curious. I think curiosity yes. is a huge part of play. I think wonder is a huge part of play. I think allowing yourself to just sit in the immensity of whatever you're facing um, and not create a story that sends you down a spiral. I think that's um, a very playful thing to do in the face of uncertainty. But mm -hmm. I also feel like most of the time we feel disconnected from ourselves because we are missing that big element of play. Like I think everything, we kind of take life very, very ser seriously and we forget that it's supposed to actually, we came here effectively to have fun. Like the human body has this incredible ability to not only like metabolize big feelings and emotions but also to taste food like I think that's something that our spirits and our souls didn't get to do in other realms and ethers and that's something like we can derive so much pleasure so much joy in this place from that so it's not all supposed to be like meh, meh, serious everything's kind of shitty like meh. it happens <laughs> sometimes when we get lost in it but when we find our way back, it's like, wow, this is actually the funnest game that we signed up for. It's a good time. And yeah. we get to level up. We get to, you know, again, if we don't learn all our lessons, it's incredible. It's a playground. <laughs> it is. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I love that. I, I think of it as like a video game a lot of the time. So, yeah, I totally relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh i need some more health points let's eat an apple yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> exactly <laughs> i love that uh, well do you have anything you'd like to add to this discussion slash mention um before we make a make a play to close up yeah, um, I think my biggest thing I would like to add is just the encouragement and the invitation for everybody listening and watching to tap into their intuition and to not be afraid of the gifts that they have that connect them to spirit and help them connect others to spirit. Because intuition is our most innate survival skill. It is our most innate knowledge and knowing of truth. And it is our most 
potent way of connecting to our authenticity and the authenticity of our purpose in the world. And so when you develop your intuition and you allow yourself to trust it and follow it, you end up experiencing things that you only dreamed of and more. And that's a really big reason why I'm a musician. It's, it's what gave me the power to write music. It's what gave me the drive and the purpose to be who I am as an oracle and as an intuitive development coach and all of that. And without my intuition, even when I was a child, being very afraid of it, if I would have just stayed a fearful and, and kept it shut down, I may never have written the albums I've written or the music I've written. I may never have helped all the people I've helped in their intuition journey and their spiritual journey. Um, and I wouldn't have been free from anxiety and free from all the stress that I used to be putting myself on myself under, you know? And so, um, it really changed my life and I see it change so many of my clients life who I coach and, and teach how to tap into their gifts. And it's just something that I'm so, so passionate about. And it's really my main message, even in my music is to trust your intuition, trust the light of your spirit and let it show you what's possible for you when you do. So that's, that's my biggest invitation mm -hmm. to all those watching and listening today. I love that. And I know that the invitation will be met um, tenfold, yes. tenfold. I have so much faith in the work that you're doing and also the work that so many others are doing as well, that ultimately I truly believe that we're already pulling through in such an immense way and showing up in such an immense way that it's, yeah, I am very proud of us. We're very cool humans and we're doing a good we job. Are. We're doing it. We're doing it here. We're doing it good. Yeah. Uh, I really want to. I'm proud of us too. Uh, we are we're actually <laughs> properly. Yeah. Getting it done. Team human. I said that the other day to someone actually in conversation, um, which was funny because it was like, it was in a big group of people and like everyone was like, oh yeah, things are going, things are kind of south. Like the, the geopolitics, <laughs> meh, meh, meh. And I was like, no, you know what? that i'm team human <laughs> like <laughs> and it was just like that. you know come on come on people have more faith in us like yeah we're doing a great job we yeah. are doing a great job yeah we are <laughs> and we got to give ourselves more credit for sure because it's a lot we're doing we're creating a whole new world mm. and we're, we're living a world and creating it at the same time you know so it's absolutely something we should be more proud of and give ourselves more credit for for sure. Especially as healers, you know. Yeah. Oh, and you're having you have a new Instagram real challenge as well. So if you haven't checked that out, you should. It's Where can we find you on Instagram? What's your handle? Yes, it's at readings by Rissa. And there's some fake accounts out there. So make sure it's at readings by Rissa, no letters or numbers of it, just readings by Rissa. And then I also have my artist page, which is at Madam, M-A-D-A-M underscore Rissa, R-I-S-S-A. 
And then my website's rissavibes.com that has everything that I do, all of my coaching work, all of my readings and offers there, my music, my music videos, um, all sorts of things on there. So if you're wanting the whole hub of, of Rissa Vibes energy, then you can go to rissavibes.com. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Thank you for sharing your your time and your energy and your space um, with me today. It's I feel like this conversation. I don't know. I'm gonna walk away, and I, I think I'm gonna need to go for a walk because I need to like really just integrate mm, everything that we've them. just spoken about. I think it would be so useful mm. for so many people who are listening from home. Um, and yeah, I can't wait to see what you get up to because I know it's gonna be magical as fuck. Yes. Um, yes gratitude to you and to you in this in this space as well thank you so much and also just one more thing um if y'all want to listen to my music if you don't know where to find it it's on all streaming services all platforms spotify title apple music google play youtube music all the things under rissa vibes I would like to say a huge shout out to the incredible and cosmic Rissa Vibes and all she offers to this world's ascension. An immense gratitude to her and her song Set Me Free, the intro and outro song of this podcast at the moment. So um, yeah, a big thank you. I listened to one of her lives the other day and received so many powerful integrations and codes. So I would definitely recommend if you have the space to check out her Instagram, her social media, um, and her website. And you can find all those things in the description of this episode's podcast today. Um, yeah. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a good night, do day, morning. Get rid of that part. Thank you so much. Bye. <laughs>